Thank you for listening to another episode of Block Party Podcast. Looking for revenge. We are <laughs> looking for revenge today. Peter Fleischer here with Drake. With Zach Warner. Drake is not here. We are looking for revenge as Super Bowl 50 looms large. Yep, can't wait. And can't the, wait. End of the week. Um, little quick mini pod today. Prop bets, gambling fun, little kind of preview, and then we'll do another one later this week. I know we've had a bunch of weeks where we said we were going to do two podcasts and then haven't been able to or didn't, but we're not going to put out a BS podcast that is not like helpful or fun or delivering good content. We're just not going to do that. Not going to rush it. We're not obligated to put anything out yet. And uh, until we are, we're that not going to Also, re- real quick, Jordan, you can go after yourself for every every day at work. He'll hit me with the, so you just done podcasting? And he always says that like the day I'm like, well, we're actually potting tonight. So go after yourself. But, I, but shout out to Jordan for caring enough. True. To, to and he'll definitely you know? be the first one to probably listen to this one. Respect that and respect anybody who has put up with us this long to listen. If you do like our podcast and you haven't already, you know the drill. Go on to iTunes. Find the podcast, Block Party Podcast. Give us five stars. Leave us a good review. Five stars or bust. Four stars or less. Hit the bricks. Um, follow us on Twitter, Block Party PC, uh, at Peter underscore Fleischer, at ZWarner4. And with that, we are off. The Super Bowl is fun for a lot of reasons, but the reason it's the most fun is for degenerates like us. I like to gamble on every little thing. You did you win your uh, your national anthem bet last year? No, I think the anthem was like one of the only things I lost actually, and it was an over under. I I couldn't find it today. I didn't look that hard to be honest, but I'll definitely bet on it again. But I think I was off by a few seconds. You can have us. You have that ready for next time. Yeah, for the actual betting of the game plus. Yeah parlay it into a national anthem bet um so for anyone that's not familiar with prop betting it's basically just dumb little mini bets that you can do within the larger game so this player gets this amount of yards this team will score this amount of points in the second quarter it's kind of it's it's betting basically on any and every little variable of the football game so we're going to run through some of our favorite bets uh for super bowl 50 panthers versus broncos and uh, and we'll see if we agree on any of these. There's a lot of different bets we can do, so I would be surprised if we do. What is the bet you're going to start us with? I'll lead us off with the first and foremost coin toss. Um, ter- opening coin toss. Yes, tails never fails, bish. So it's minus 101, and just got to go with tails here. <laughs> Statistical. Right. You're, going, you're going with tails on the opening coin toss. Uh, did you look up any information about, like, the, it's tails this amount of time. Nope, 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 nope. It's just feeling just, good. It's, um, I'm really <clears throat> confident about that one. It's my lock of the week. Feeling good, feeling great. All right, so tails in the opening coin toss. Um, the beauty and the sorrow of prop bets is like if you, <laughs> if you hit the coin toss or you miss the coin toss, true or false, that dictates how you will feel the whole night. Pretty much how I'll feel for the first quarter until one of these other prop bets hits. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's boomer bust right off the bat. Uh, do you have anything else like pregame that you want to get us going with before like nope. actual stuff like that? Nothing. So, so I guess we could just jump into uh, into the end game betting then. Um, I'll start with one that I feel like is my lock. The odds for will the announcers mention that Gary Kubiak 
the Denver Broncos head coach, was John Elway's backup. If they mention that during the broadcast, that's kickoff to the final whistle. I was I saw plus one twenty that he, they will. I feel like that's a lock. They're for sure going to mention that. Yeah, it's like a perfect dead time conversation piece. Like if they show Elway, they're going to show yeah. a cutaway of Elway, and yep. they're going to show a cutaway of Kubiak. Yep, that's it's a good his, one. It's his first Super Bowl. Elway put this team back together in a completely different direction just two years after you know the Seahawks game. I I just feel like that's a lock, and you're getting plus one twenty. That's six to five payout. Um, yeah, I, I love that bet. I don't not, know. not bad. I like it. Um, what do you got? What uh, what's next for you? First one, uh, I'm gonna go with Cammy Newton. Uh, on after a rushing touchdown, what will he do first? And I went goes to the crowd and gives the ball away for plus eight hundred. Um, I think Dan Solo was like the the leading one. I can't remember all the odds, but I just feel like he scores. He'll run and do that, and then he'll do his dance move. You, what was the uh Super Bowl torn shirt fit? There is oh, Superman. Oh, Superman? Superman. Yeah, that yeah. was up there too. I can't remember exactly. I just know Dances Solo was uh, was the first one. And there was like Dances with Teammates, Superman, Gives Ball the Crowd, and then I think something else. I can't remember what. If you had to pick, would you bet boy or girl that Ooh. he hands it to? I saw a girl like was the higher payout. Really? I didn't see that. Um, uh, I guess I'd go boy. I don't have... I don't know. I haven't watched that much Panthers, but I feel like every time I see it, it's a dude or a little kid. I feel like... Any kid that's sitting front row in the Super Bowl does not deserve that football. I said that to Corey last week, and he was like, well, they paid a lot for their tickets. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't matter. Uh, they deserve, like, throw it up into the third, third, you know, third Shout out deck. to Corey, a.k.a. Mr. IGN, a.k.a. Mr. Tonsil Hockey, a.k.a. Jenga, a.k.a. Private School Education. So he he's all for the rewarding yeah. the people. that He's a rogue agent. Yeah. Um, yeah, if Cam really wants to reward the kids that matter, he needs to find some kid in row 7,000, use the cannon that he has as yeah. his arm, and hook that kid up with a Hail Mary, awesome. a Hail Mary giveaway. Uh, I don't, I like that, though. All right, I like that. Uh, the next one, I'm. We can, we'll stick with the quarterbacks. We'll make this somewhat, like, fluid. I like the bet, will Cam Newton break the Super Bowl record of most rushing yards by a quarterback? Ooh, what is it? What do you think the record is, if you had to guess? 70. 64. Not far off. Thanks. 64 by Steve McNair in the only Super Bowl that my uh, former franchise will ever win. But uh, so Cam has broken 64 yards only twice this year. But I like this bet for a couple reasons. One, the payout is good. It's plus 275. Yeah. So almost three so times decent. Money. Yeah, yeah. 11 to 4 payout. Um, he's only rushed for 64 yards twice. But the way, just the style. Of the Broncos' uh, pass rush, Von Miller, Demarcus Ware, Shane Ray, all those guys are edge rushers that are beating you with speed. And I like the idea of Cam stepping up into the pocket and just exposing the perimeter when they're you know swinging around the tackle to attack him. So I, I kind of like that just stylistically as far as how they get after the quarterback. Um, obviously far from a guarantee, but... Do you take a swing on that? Yeah, uh, not a bad one at all. I could see him, especially against a good secondary, having to rush for a bunch of yards. Yeah, and like it's a Super Bowl, so anything goes, like crazy stuff. Hopefully, you know, fun game. But yeah, that's I like that one. What do you got? Next is I have two bets. Oh, I got more. I think I told you five. I think I have six. Uh, I got two bets here that are the old cross-sport bets. Oh, yeah, I got one of those too. Okay, so first one was 
these are the two options. LeBron James, they play the Pels, I'm pretty sure, the Pellies, the New Orleans crew, um, versus, with his total points, plus one and a half, versus the shortest made field goal. And I'm going to take the shortest made field goal. Here's my reasoning. I feel like both these defenses are pretty good. Peyton, you know, what for whatever reason, I feel like they're going to get in the red zone, maybe defensive pick, and they get in there, and then they can't score. They kick a 36, 37-yarder. So LeBron has to score literally like 35 points that game. He's kind of been, what, he's averaging like 26 this year. So I don't know. I just felt like the shortest made field goal was, was a, a little bit safer of a bet. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. It's weird, but I don't know why I chose it, but I did. Especially because, well, yeah, I mean, you, you think in the red zone, Cam Newton is not going to, like, get stopped inside the 10. Yeah. They're not going to be kicking any chippies. And then maybe with the Broncos, but I forget where I was listening to this, maybe the Simmons podcast, where Peyton's arm issues isn't, oh, no, it was, it was uh, MMQB the Sports Illustrated football podcast, where Peyton's arm issues hurt you, you know, the 20 to 20. But when you get in the red zone, Peyton's hitting every throw yeah. inside the 20. Yeah. Uh, so they actually haven't kicked a lot of short field goals, although McManus obviously one of the one of the better kickers in the NFL. Um, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. What's yours? Uh, I will go another scoring one, scoring related. Will either team score three unanswered times in this game? And the no is plus 175. I like that. I feel like there won't be a lot of scoring in this game, period. Both defenses are really, really good. I can You can kind of see Cam maybe exploding because he just torched uh, Arizona and Seattle in the last two games that he's played. But I would be surprised if this was a high-scoring game or a blowout either way. So you figure, I mean, what are they going to – Would you would you be – Surprise if the Panthers scored 13 straight points, you know, a touchdown, two field goals, or 21 straight points, you know, three straight touchdowns. I, I feel like if either of these teams scored three unanswered, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I like that one, too. That's a pretty uh, safe one there, Bob. And plus 175, that's what you're really looking for with props. Is yeah. like It's not things that you think will happen, but things that are worth your wager. Yeah, I mean, like last year, my best, my best bet of like the year besides Steph Curry for MVP was – Brandon LaFell to score the first touchdown in the Super Bowl at like plus two thousand. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you just you want something that's gonna if it's gonna hit, it's gonna be worth your while. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Um so I'll go to my second cross bet here. Steph three pointers made. They play play someone good. Uh Thunder. They play the Thunder. Um at plus one thirty over the total number of Greg Olson receptions. Kind of weird. Um, I didn't really look at stats. I just went straight up gut. Steph's averaging five three pointers a year, or a year, five three pointers a game made so far this year. And that's kind of like a big game where I could see him hitting like seven or eight. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, a good payout versus Olsen. And, what know, is like it? What's it. the payout? Did you say plus 130. Yeah, plus, yeah, yeah. So you get more and more your money back. But. Yeah, anything, anything uh, in the positive. Yeah, I like that. Um, do you think. If you are the Broncos' defense, you can't. I mean, Rob Gronkowski took them to the woodshed. Like, yeah. I know that Greg Olson isn't Rob Gronkowski, but he's really damn good. Like, yeah. I could, I could kind of see Greg Olson having a big game. Yeah, I could too, and that's actually why I hedge betted MVP Greg Olson plus three thousand. 
Ooh, yeah, that's it's not like bad. Maybe if he goes bad. bananas and has 10 catches for 200 yards and a couple TDs, they give it to him, and, like, you know, Cam doesn't give it to anybody else or score much else. But It scares uh, you, right, because if they can give it to Cam, they will give it to Cam. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that's – Cam was, I almost think, even money or, like, plus 175, something pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, even, like – I think Keckley, Keekley, I believe it was like yeah. the second best option for the Panthers. But um, I just was like, yeah, screw it. That way if like if Steph still hits six threes and Olsen catches eight ball. Now, I don't know. I was just weird weird looking at. But uh, I, I just thought, thought, what the hell. I needed one of those crazy bets this, this year. I also had a cross-sport prop bet, but, uh, but it's going to take a long while to develop. The odds that the Panthers – Win the Super Bowl and the Golden State Warriors win the NBA title. Did you see this? Nope. It's just two to one. Damn. That's not a. That's like sometimes it's a two to one pound if a team just wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. We're not even barely halfway through the NBA season and they got that unlocked. But I would be like I'm fairly certain that both of those things are going to happen. Yeah. So two to one, pretty crappy payout. Like considering the the bet, like in the bigger picture, but. If you feel good about both of them, I mean it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like an unrealistic bet at all. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I think the Warriors are definitely super stocked. Did you see that stuff about KD is like strongly cons- yeah. like yeah that would not be fair. But obviously, maybe they let Harrison Barnes go and the Grizzlies ha- snipe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could. I wouldn't. I think I, they'd have I to. The Grizzlies yeah. I'd offer Harrison Barnes a max contract. Yeah. But he yeah, so they would lose if they get Durant. They would lose Harrison Barnes, Andre Iguodala, maybe Festus Azili. They lose Spates, Barbosa, Armani, and Clark. Basically, they lose everybody except like James McAdoo, Kevon Looney. I thought Iggy, like the, Iggy had one more year. No, but they'd have to. I think they'd have to trade him because yeah. he's got like eleven million. Yeah, I saw they had eighty on the books for next year yeah. without even resigning uh, Harrison. So they'd have to do a lot, but. At the same time, man, like that would be. There's insane. no scenario where a team with Steph, Draymond, Clay, and Kevin Durant, there's no way that that team doesn't win an NBA championship. Yeah, or five. Yeah. Or five. That would be that'd be such a fun team to watch too, because they just they would score like 150 a game. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, are you up? Am yeah, up? maybe. Yeah, I think I'm up, but I got just two last uh, post-game situations. Uh, first, oh, so you're done with the game now. Yeah, this is a these are after game props. Okay, okay. But if you want to, if you want to hit one, no, you no, can. No, no. Uh, Gatorade spill on coach. Uh, went with the flavor or color orange, just because it's the best color in the freaking world. Thank you for censoring. Yeah, that, um, that took a lot. It is orange. It, but I, I agree, orange is the best. Craziest thing though, it's even money. But I'll just throw, yeah, orange throw, is like the heavy favorite, right? Throw, yeah, throw a few shekels on it just for s's and g's. Yeah. Um. Cool. 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 I stuck in the game. Total quarterback sacks. This is both teams combined. Five and a half. Felt low to me. I get it. I get it that Cam Newton's going to be tough to sack, but I did see Peyton getting sacked six times. Yeah. And he's kind of the guy that goes. good pass rush. Gets that, gets down. Basically, he gets sacked when he doesn't get touched, but he's still. Yeah, yeah. I I was surprised it was that low. I would have even maybe gone with uh, six or six and a half, but yeah, five and a half, I felt pretty comfortable with that. I like that one. Um, and then let me close out with one before you do your out-of-game. First touchdown score. Let me read you some of these odds, and uh, you tell me what you like or don't like. Cam Newton, 7-1. Greg 
Greg Olson, 15 over 2, so 7.5 to 1 payout. This is, again, the first touchdown scored in the Super Bowl. 8 to 1, Jonathan Stewart. C.J. Anderson, 9 to 1. He's the first Bronco. Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, also both 9 to 1. Ted Ginn Jr., 10 to 1. Owen Daniels, 14 to 1. Jericho Cotterty and Devin Funches, both 20 to 1. And then a Peyton Manning rushing touchdown, 50 to 1. Uh, do any of those spark your interest? Ted Ginn, because I feel like a long ass pass, like yeah, sixty yeah. yard completion, ten to one, and then probably like Demarius Thomas. Like I feel like he's been kind of absent, but he's obviously been a, a stud receiver. And nine to one, like what if they get the ball first and he get you know gets one over the middle and takes it to the house? I can see. It's weird to me. Cam Newton at seven to one feels a little. I mean, is there any other scenario other than him leading them down the field and like? punching it over the top i feel like that's like destiny yeah but i think i did look at some of his rushing stats like his i don't know if he has that many tds this year where like i don't know what the exact number is like eight or nine yeah like eight so i mean that's one every other game before the playoffs but yeah i mean that's i definitely think he's i just think it's going to either be something crazy like a ted ginn you know broken play where he goes for 60 on a pass that's all cam newton none ted ginn versus uh versus like cam just like punching in but yeah that's i mean those are all pretty good odds the super bowl it's always it's always just the weirdest crap happens who is the i don't even remember who was the receiver for the seahawks last year that went bananas and he like never played before and never played after oh you know uh, was about? it not curse he was like a teen number too wasn't he like uh, uh man i can't remember yeah i know who you're talking about um yeah i'm just filling void here with <laughs> no damn it damn it zach i we're gonna have to edit that out um yeah, but there, the bottom line, there's always something weird that happens, so I'm sure it won't be any of those people. Maybe maybe it'll be Peyton Manning at 50-1. to 1. Um, It's just always bizarre. But so, I like I liked, uh, I liked Cam at 7-1 to 1 there. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a good bet for a, a stud like that. Chris Matthews is the guy. Oh, okay. Is, he had 109 yards and a touchdown receiving. That dude doesn't have anything before or after. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'm sure something like that will happen. Cam Newton, 10, uh, 10 rushing touchdowns this year. Okay, that's a lot then. But yeah, I think that's a good good bet. Give us your last uh, give us your last bet. Mm-hmm. What do you got? MVP. The first person he thanks. His teammates. Plus 175. Loved it, Not sticking with God. it. It's God was God. God was the leader at like plus one hundred five. I did leave, yeah. But uh, I think Greg Olson gets up there with my plus three thousand. He goes, "Chat, thank my teammates, Cam out there. Also, got to thank my family, God." So that's what I'm so thinking. God comes in third. Man. Yeah, I think that's my uh, prediction. Fair enough. I feel good about God, but um, but you know what? The teammates are right up there with it. We will do a podcast later this week. Because there's a lot more to talk about. We intentionally kept this one a little bit shorter. Um, so we can kind of get into the props. And then later we'll get into the details of this game. Super Bowl 50 on Sunday. Uh, look for our link on Twitter, iTunes, wherever you may find it. SoundCloud. And we will see you later this week. Peace. Peace.